श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट Hare Krishna everyone we're continuing to read Bhagavad Gita as it is the book by his divine grace Abhay Charanaravinda Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada chapter 16 the divine and demoniac natures text 4 Dambho darpo bimanascha krodah pu parushyam evacha Ajnanam cha bijatasya partha sampadam asurim Pride arrogance conceit anger harshness and ignorance these qualities belong to those of demoniac nature also of pritha purport In this verse the royal road to hell is described the demoniac want to make a show of religion and advancement in spiritual science although they do not follow the principles they're always arrogant or proud in possessing some type of education or so much wealth they desire to be worshiped by others and demand respectability although they do not command respect over trifles they become very angry and speak harshly not gently they do not know what should be done and what should not be done they do everything whimsically according to their own desire and they do not recognize any authority these demoniac qualities are taken on by them from the beginning of their bodies in the wombs of their mothers and as they grow they manifest all these inauspicious qualities hari krishna text 5 devi sampad vimokshaya nibandhaya surimata माशुचा He was not born with demoniac qualities. His involvement in the fight was not demoniac because he was considering the pros and cons. He was considering whether respectable persons such as Bhishma and Drona should be killed or not. So he was not acting under the influence of anger, false prestige or harshness. therefore he was not of the quality of the demons for a kshatriya a military man shooting arrows at the enemy is considered transcendental and refraining from such a duty is demoniac therefore there was no cause for arjuna to lament anyone who performs the regulative principles of the different orders of life 
is transcendentally situated. Text 6 Dvaubhuta sarga lokis min Daiva asura evacha Daivo vistar shahprokta Asuram partha mishrinu O son of Pritha, in this world there are two kinds of created beings. One is called the divine and the other demoniac. I have already explained to you at length the divine qualities. Now, hear from me of the demoniac. Purport Lord Krishna, having assured Arjuna that he was born with the divine qualities, is now describing the demoniac way. The conditioned living entities are divided into two classes in this world. Those who are born with divine qualities follow a regulated life. That is to say, they abide by the injunctions in the scriptures and by the authorities. One should perform duties in the light of authoritative scripture. This mentality is called divine. One who does not follow the regulative principles as they are laid down in the scriptures and who acts according to his whims is called demoniac or asuric. There is no other criterion but obedience to the regulative principles of scriptures. Hmm, look at that. That's an interesting criterion. Hmm. This is important. Okay. It is mentioned in Vedic literature that both the de demigods and the demons are born of the prajapati. The only dif difference is that one class obeys the Vedic injunctions and the other does not. Hmm. Interestingly, and in the previous verse we read that the demoniac, they are arrogant and proud of education, right? And they are trying to make a show of religion and advancement in spiritual science. So that's why uh, it's also described, like in Bhagavatam, you see so many demons, they're so educated in Vedic knowledge, but they don't obey the Vedic injunctions when it comes to the to what the Vedas are actually about. They're just using them for their own purpose. Wow. Okay. Text 7 Pravrityam cha nivrityam cha jana na vidura sura nashocham na pichachero nasatyam teshu vidyate those who are demoniac do not know what is to be done and what is not to be done. Neither cleanliness nor proper behavior nor truth is found in them. Purport In every civilized human society there is some set of scriptural rules and regulations which is followed from the beginning especially among the Aryans, those who adopt the Vedic civilization and who are known as the most advanced civilized people, those 
who do not follow the scriptural injunctions are supposed to be demons. Therefore, it is stated here that the demons do not know the scriptural rules, nor do they have any inclination to follow them. Most of them do not know them, and even if some of them know, they have not the tendency to follow them. They have no faith, nor are they willing to act in terms of the Vedic injunctions. The demons are not clean either externally or internally. One should always be careful to keep his body clean by bathing, brushing teeth, shaving, changing clothes, etc. As far as internal cleanliness is concerned, one should always remember the holy names of God and chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. The demons neither like nor follow all these rules for external and internal cleanliness. As for behavior, there are many rules and regulations guiding human behavior, such as the Mano Samhita, which is the law of the human race. Even up to today, those who are Hindu follow the Mano Samhita. Laws of inheritance and other legalities are derived from this book. Now, in the Mano Samhita, it is clearly stated that a woman should not be given freedom. That does not mean that women are kept, are to be kept as slaves, but they're like children. Children are not given freedom, but that does not mean that they are kept as slaves. The demons have now neglected such injunctions, and they think that women should be given as much freedom as men. However, this has not improved the social condition of the world. Actually, a woman should be given protection at every stage of life. She should be given protection by the father in her younger days, by the husband in, in her youth, and by the grown-up sons in her old age. This is proper social behavior, according to the Manusamhita. But modern education has artificially devised a puffed-up concept of a womanly life, and therefore marriage is practically now an imagination in human society. Nor is the moral condition of woman very good now. The demons, therefore, do not accept any instruction which is good for society, and because they do not follow the experience of great sages and the rules and regulations laid down by the sages, the social condition of the demoniac people is very miserable. Hmm. I mean, it would be... What the topic Shila Prabhupada introduced in... in um, presented in this particular context. When it comes to proper behavior, Prabhupada took the most... Um, the topic which is like 
the highlight. And I would say that um, um, even up to the present day, this particular topic is uh, a point of controversy. And uh, to some of us, it's as bright as a clear sky, what Srila Prabhupada is explaining here, that uh, women need protection and they should not be given as much freedom as men. And uh, the fact that proper behavior established by Manasamhita and by the um, you know human behavior according to the scriptures and what is best for everybody's spiritual upliftment and uh, moral condition <laughs> it's it's just very clear but um, even those who have accepted spiritual life those who have uh, began who began chanting Hare Krishna for many years even up to this point, you can see that, like, I mean, just like Prabhupada said, we were reading yesterday, right? To call a thief a thief is not criticism. So to call something demoniac, demoniac, if it's described here by Shala Prabhupada, it's not criticism. It's just plain fact that this is the world we're living now, that even among devotees, practicing devotees, this topic is not... Um, clear to some people, especially those who are not coming from this culture and they don't see importance, they don't see the value of it, they don't see that how it's um, very crucial they argue or they just dismiss or they think it's um, archaic <laughs> but uh, basically such consideration is just demoniac because you just don't know what is to be done and what is not to be done and there are consequences and uh, they are clearly seen the consequences so yeah Hare Krishna but what can we do? We can only um, imbibe or try to follow ourselves and um, try to pass it on to whoever we can and uh, be realistic about the fact that it's a gradual pro process, right? Just like we discussed yesterday. Not like everything comes at once. Not like you've been chanting Hare Krishna for 5-10 years and you're already a purely divine creature. <laughs> These demoniac tendencies should be spotted and uprooted, right? Just like my Guru Maharaj, I remember, he was saying, you can't have your one leg on one side of the fence and the other on the... You can't have two masters, you can't serve Maya, you can't serve Krishna at the same time, so... Uh, all of us, we have our own uh, shortcomings and anarthas, definitely. But uh, it's very good to acknowledge, to be honest, and to at least um, accept 
the fact that this is the proper standard and this is what we should aspire for, not close our eyes upon. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna.